0: Hello and welcome to the Halfback Podcast ahead of NRL Finals Week 1. I am your host, Tim Williams, back on deck to try and find us a few winners going into September. Rugby League action, the business end of the season, here to help us out with it as well as always, one of the sharpest minds in the NRL, former Raiders and Dragons halfback, Sam Williams from Racing and Sports. Sam, how are you, mate?
1: Yeah, going well, boys. Uh, Good to be along. Um... Does get a bit more difficult this time of the year. Bring back the tigers. Bring back Manly. Uh, <laughs> bring back the left edge. Life was easy. Life was good. Um, but anyway, <laughs> those big totals now. The try scorers are hard to find, mate. It's different. We'll get a bit more value, but won't we, Jimmy? Um, yeah, honestly, I've um,
0: I've gone a little bit of a different method this week. Probably go balls up, but anyway, we'll um, <laughs> see how that all goes. Uh, also with ex data analyst, head of analytics at KS Sport, James Hughes and GB Sam mentioned it. It can be a little bit tougher to find them, but the positive side to it is the value in the markets. It reflects it. You see all these short try scores, the ones we go to normally, and they sit there and they're $1.40, $1. sixty. All of a sudden you're getting two bucks about them. So there's value around.
3: Yes, absolutely. And I, I think... Sometimes week to week, you can be a bit worried about teams being up for up the challenge, especially when you're line betting. Um, you know, they might have an off week. Mm. But I, I do find with the finals, you tend to get play teams play quite true to their form usually. So hopefully that's a good sign for any line punters out there this week as well.
0: Fellas, recapping last week's results, we needed a bounce back week after a tough week for the podcast and we delivered, thank Christ for that, Sam, your lock of the week. Talking about fill-ups, some of the all-time multis coming out of that Manly Seagulls and Tigers game on the weekend, we went very hard on the podcast on that game and your lock of the week was Manly to win, Jason Saab, any time try score at a dollar eighty six. Manly won by 42 points, Saab had a double within 31 minutes, so one of the easier locks there.
1: Yeah, I'm filthy about it, to be perfectly honest. I should not have gone going way harder. harder. Um, I, I had another one uh, just through sort of work and whatnot, uh, and uh, where it was both Cooler and Saab and Manly to win, and um, I just thought for the lock of the week, let's mm. not get too greedy. Um, but personally, I did have that other one going, and uh, look, it was just look. Tigers have thrown the towel in a long time ago, and mainly at home. Jake's two hundredth. It was it was mm. just bound to be a fill up. So, um, yeah, one of our loyal listeners won fifteen grand profit, <laughs> yeah. fifteen dollar multi. Uh, he can't be named because of uh, tax purposes, but he's <laughs> um,
0: he's currently flying to the Maldives. So, good luck to him. Yeah, hopefully it gives the halfback podcast a ten percent stake of that, a bit of a commission on it. Uh, and you're right; it in hindsight, it's a bit frustrating when you do plays across different games, and they were such. We spoke about a New Sam in particular went so hard on it on the podcast last week, and just went with it for the lock. I also had Tolitao, Cole, anytime try scorer, absolutely shattering some halfback podcast records. It was he was paying two dollars fifteen as my lock of the week. He scored within the first minute and bagged a double within the first sixteen minutes. Uh, that's a record for the potty for sure. Just a quick one. I saw the um,
1: the Tigers chairman come out and say that they they only won the four games that they're a better side than they were last year. Are they? Oh am I am God. I seeing a different side or am I seeing a bloke who is watching a completely different team? Because if I served up that this year and felt that I'd gone better than the year before. I'd be applying for a
0: Ron Massey Cup team. And the wor- the worst thing about that one, Sam, was their roster was significantly better than last year. Like They recruited well in the off-season. So to deliver-, to deliver four wins again, that is a bold comment to make. That try of coolers in the first couple of minutes is embarrassing. Mm. Embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, tough on for Tigers fans to stomach. Uh, and Hughes, you made it. Three from three in our locks of the week and three profits all around, fortunately for she had the Dolphins giving away the four and a half start in their clash. They ended up winning by 24 points. So smoke that one against the Warriors at a dollar ninety. Nice little profit there.
3: Yeah, lovely. but my my biggest call out, I'd have to say, was my outlandish Valvet, where I had Josh yeah. addo uh, two tries. Two, two tries and Khan Pereira two tries. We had Ado Car score three. Khan Pereira scored one. Uh, so I got obviously you, you you can't take that as a win, but geez, I got close. But the other cool thing that in that match, bloody Kieran Foran scored three. What's the last time you've seen a half score three tries in a game? I don't know. If, like I can't even remember.
0: Nathan Cleary scored four to finish the 2021 or 2020 season. Right. Against yeah. Knight, that's the how one that comes to mind. How but... many 34-year-old
1: halves have done that? Unbelievable. 35? <laughs> how old is he? Four and what did he be? Yeah. 33 or 34. You know, Unbelievable. He'd be 34. Yeah, he'd be 34. There'd been some value about that. I had bloody Fafita there to score a double. I went with the wrong bloke on the um, next to each other. was the yeah. same theory, but um, yeah, he's class player, and, four, and he's been very good for a long time.
0: To be fair, Sam, you would have scored five through that doggy's defence as a half in that game. Mm, six, maybe. <laughs> uh, Hughie, I wasn't leaving your value play out of the lurch. Oh, there, I, I was getting to it. I was getting to it. $17, your value play. So, look, mate, it was bold. It came close, but no profits for the punters on your value. So, that's where we're at. Yeah, still so zero, so $0, right? Still $0. Guys, last week, the Bet uh, SC Playbook Multi was... Fortunately, around that man in the game, we had Daly Cherry Evans, 60-plus official NRL fantasy points into a Tolotao cola try at $3.60. That had saluted about four minutes into that game. This week, now, I'll get both of your thoughts on this one at what you think the odds would be. Any two of three players to score tries this weekend, Matchups that I like, Liam Martin, Eliezer Katoa, Britton Nicara Two of those three to score. Gusey, you're the data man. What would you have that at?
3: What's their normal
0: price? I don't have them in front of me. I've just got the total price for the multi. They'd have to each be around the
1: $4 mark, yeah? Back rows in big games?
0: Three, four, uh, three, four bucks, max.
3: Yeah. So you need two, two of the three to get over. Two of the three. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, I reckon you might have got $6 about it.
0: Sam? Oh, well, it's going to be higher, so I'm going to get 8 $15. 15. $15 for two of those three to get over. To follow along with that play, you can find it in – we'll send it out on our social medias tomorrow. How about that one? scplaybook.com.au. Also in our articles on site. Uh, imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, call one visit 858 858 or visit au. Let's get stuck into it. Samuel, Brian, Bevan, Lock of the Week. Continue the form, mate. 65% of the play.
1: Yeah, okay. So as I said, I don't normally go with teams. I've normally gone with try scorers and edges and whatnot as well, but I think it becomes a little bit more of a lottery at times in the finals because you've got good good teams, and it's usually big moments that win games. So on the back of that, I've, I've gone with um, a couple of head-to-head results. But my lock of the week, I think Melbourne giving away four-and-a-half start at the dollar eighty five against the Broncos. Um, I really – I just think that there's – Storm's got the pedigree to beat Brisbane. They've got experienced players. They've been there for a long time. The Broncos has been a meteoric rise to the top this year. I know that the Broncos have got a lot of points in them. Adam Reynolds hasn't played for a little while. He's coming back from his calf injury. If they can shut down Reece Walsh, I reckon they go a real long way to winning the game. But I think that the four and a half start is a really good, really good margin. So I really like Melbourne giving away the start. If, you know, there could be very little in these two teams. And if there is, uh, that's going to look pretty juicy.
0: Good thing about finals time is that on the podcast, less games to choose from, a few less reliable plays that we go to quite often. So they're, they pitch a few against us, each other each week. And Sam, my value plays got the Broncos giving away the line. Now, the way I see that game, I've had and, and I think you've mentioned as well throughout the year and a lot of people have had concerns around the Storms forward pack and in particular their middles and they just haven't been overly impressive a lot of reliance on Nelson Sofa Solomon turning up the Broncos pack is incredible they're all freshened up as a Melbourne's to be fair but the way I see it is the Broncos middles dominating Melbourne's and as good as Cam Munster Harry Grant Jerome Hughes Ryan Pappenhausen if they're not getting that momentum through the middle, there's not a lot they can do. So I'm sort of thinking opposite to you in yeah, Broncos dominate the middle. Reese Walsh superstar out the back.
1: I uh, don't. No, I mean, as look, you may well be right. You may well be right. But I still look at the the big four of Melbourne and the the big spine that they've got there. Um, I think Melbourne their their spine. Is much better than Brisbane's, although Brisbane's has a really good balance. The way Reynolds and Man play, um, I, I mean, I just think that that Melbourne spine's phenomenal and, and Puppenhausen coming off the bench. Big one is big day defensively for Marion Seve and Young t- young of Power. Um, Katoni and Herbie, class players, they've been really good all year. Uh, they're going to have to be defensively good. Uh, I would still, yeah, I just think that the Melbourne side they'll be they'll be they know how to beat them, and they they've got the pedigree, they've got the coaching staff, they've got the big game players. I like
0: them, yeah. Four and a half start, I, I do like. Mm. If Melbourne can win that one, that's going to shake up the comp tremendously because it puts the Broncos and the Panthers on the same side of the draw. So see so that one pans out. Sam's lock Broncos with sorry Storm with the start there. Usually your lock of the week sixty five percent.
3: Boys, I'm going for the Roosters to beat the
0: Sharkies <laughs> at a dollar eighty-eight.
3: It's got yeah, nothing. That, it's all all mathematical, not uh, not heart. I, I definitely have them uh, a strong favourite here. I've got them four-point favourite actually um, against the Sharkies. Um,
0: he has he, yeah. got Junior Porga being worth eight and a half to the Roosters line, and he's playing. So how could they lose? <laughs> There's your lock.
3: Joey Marney comes in that's 20point shift in the market <laughs> <laughs> so, uh yeah no so yeah got, got the chooks. I think uh, yeah five on the trot I'm, yeah I, I've got a feeling that you know a lot of teams in the eight are a bit concerned about the roosters getting in there uh, on, on a bit of a trot um, because you know obviously they underperformed in terms of what we thought at the in the start of the season I think people were tipping them for the top two um, there's there's momentum now, and I guess they could they could potentially play to that pre-season uh, uh, prediction, um, but late on. So, yeah, their defence is unreal um, inside 20 metres. I think they're the best in the comp at defending their line. So that's going to be finals footy to a tee. So, yeah, I think the Chooks a dollar eighty eight as a play.
0: The line there, Hughie, is uh, the Roosters with a one-and-a-half-point start. What do you have it at? I've got a four-point favourite. There you go. Uh, All righty. I have gone for my Brian Bevan lock of the week. Brian Toto, any time try scorer. Penny Panthers scoring 39% of their tries down the right edge. Uh, that is the majority for that side. And I think the big one is just Jerome Luai being out of that side. Nathan Cleary gets more ball on the right edge. We saw him score Toto a double with Luai out for that first game. Uh, there's that, you know, the slight concern maybe. Isaac Tungo shifted with Stephen Crichton's centre spots last weekend. Tungo... Uh, known for being famous for having glue hands, but not a major concern. He killed Taruva on the left wing, but uh, the right edge, the whole shape's different there. Clearly, he loves the cup ball out to Toto. Oh, Dylan Edwards also sweeps out there and finds his man. So I like Brian Toto at a dollar eighty three. anytime try scorer. Sam, your value player of the week, 25% of the bet.
1: Yeah, so once again, uh, starting off with uh, with the line, um, I like the Warriors with 12 and a 12.5 start against the Panthers. Um, uh, The Panthers are methodical in the way they go about things, and they do this consistently. 12.5 start for a Warriors side who is going to come out firing. Mm. Um, I think that they've got the pack to match the Panthers pack, and you'll see if you can if you can halt the Panthers go forward and they're back three from getting early metres, it really stifles how much go forward they can get in the, and playing in the right end of the field now. They'll play the long game, and if they're kicking from their own 30, 40, 50, whatever it might be, they'll kick long, they'll chase hard, they'll do that all game. But I think that the Warriors will be able to stay with them for, for a long period, and I really like the 12-and-a-half start. Now, I've... I know I've been all in on Penrith. I still think they're the best side in the comp win the comp at the moment still. But I, I think that the Warriors at the 12.5 start for a 1v4, I like it. So I've got the Warriors with 12 and a 12.5, and I think Sua Leakey scores a try this weekend as well. Um, I like the Roosters, to be honest. I could go 0-4 this week, to be honest, boys, but I like the Roosters <laughs> as well. So um, I, I reckon... Um, I reckon Sualee crosses the stripe. I think he's, um, you know, he's in these games that jump and that height and that ability to score off kicks uh, becomes even more paramount. And he's a fantastic finisher. And uh, yeah, so I think the
0: Warriors plus twelve and a half Sualee to score at four dollars and eighteen cents. Mm, great way of instilling uh, faith in the punters there, Samba. <laughs> well, look, it's.
1: I mean. Look, like, we've had a successful year, and I still, they, I'm more than happy with these. I really am. I, I mean, I, I like all these bets, and I'll be having something on all these plays. Hmm. Uh, but as finals football, it's a completely yeah. different game. I, you know, I just uh, you've
0: heard my reasons why I like some of these. Uh, but yeah, that's, <laughs> I could be wrong. Uh, fair call, mate. No, knock here. Uh Jimmy Hughes, your value play of the week, twenty five percent.
3: So I'm going to go against Sammy here. I'm going to take Penrith minus twelve and a half. Uh, and I'm going to multi that with, uh, Melbourne to beat Brisbane. Uh, so I agree with you with the Melbourne one and kind of disagree with you with the Penrith one. Uh, I think, I think it was the guru who uh, made comment on one of your potties, Jimmy, mm-hmm. about Penrith have won 10 from 11 against top eight teams. And yeah, I was like, geez, that's unreal. I, that kind of went said to me. I don't know, for some reason, Penrith has been like kind of under the radar somehow to a little bit in, in the sense of everyone thinks, obviously knows they're very good, but they are actually unbelievably a class football team and potentially miles above everybody else. Uh, so I, I think that's going to show here. Obviously, the was have been doing a very good job. Um, mm-hmm. This season, and there's a lot of backing there. Everyone's second favourite team, but I just think Penrith uh, will start to uh, really show this finals that uh, they are the best team
0: around. Hughie, what has Kevin Walters done to hurt you in the past?
3: Uh, it's not Kevy. It's uh, <laughs> it's that bloke from Instagram, Cam.
0: It's way more personal than Kevy Walters. Yeah. It's
1: not. It's not you. It's
0: me. <laughs> Uh, my value play of the week, as I mentioned at the earlier, Broncos giving away the four and a half line. I sort of mentioned a few reasons earlier, but I've gone Broncos giving away the four and a half, Selwyn Cobo, Jesse Arthur's anytime try scorers. At $5.75. Storm conceding, uh, the majority of their tries down their right edge at 43%. So throw Arthurs in there. And uh, Broncos right edge with Walsh feeding Cobbo. Geez, it's been good to watch this season. That's 50% of the tries coming down that edge. Unsurprising. So I'm all in on the Broncos there, and I reckon they'll win this game and potentially semi-well. Uh, Sam, you're Steve Jackson Hail Mary of the Week, 10% of the play. Let's land one, mate. You do a Hail Mary. Yeah, I am actually. The, the old hail Mary's eluded me. It's been uh, tough going.
1: It's been funny through the whole year. There hasn't been many weeks where I haven't picked up a um, a profit. Um, but the old hail Mary's, it's it's been a tough one to find. Not this week. Raiders Knights. Raiders giving away thirteen and a half start. Um, I think the game will be tighter than that. I know that the Knights are playing at home and it's a it's a big game. That's uh, going to be a full house. Geez, those Knights fans are. Bloody good. They they they'd go watch the Knights play um Oztag down at the beach, I reckon. <laughs> they, they are awesome. So another full house up there. The Raiders, yet yeah, they've got the backs to the wall. Uh they got players missing. Big one is that, you know, Big Papa and uh and Corey Horsburgh just sort of stretches that uh stretches that middle of fraction. But I think that thirteen and a half is still a massive start for a finals game and for a team like the Knights who have a finals game in forever. So Starting off the Raiders, plus 13 and a half. Jack, Jack Whiten on the left. Uh, we all know how good a ball runner he is, how dangerous he is. The thing with Matt Frawley is he's going to provide him the football. He's not a half who's going to um, overplay his hand. He'll get the ball to Jacko when Jacko wants yeah. it. Bradman Best, you know, he's been playing fantastic football. He carved the Raiders up last time they played them down in Canberra. So I think he'll see a lot of football on the left for the Knights. And I think Nick Kotrick outside Jack Whiten a good player as well because – Jacko's such a big body; you can't slide off him like you can in some other players. Uh, it, if Jacko's one on one or the outside of his man in the centres, it makes the it makes the winger think oh, I've got to go get him. I can't just leave him there. So that that allows Nick Cotrick a little bit of room, and and Nick's so strong close to the line he's hard to stop. So I'm not saying that the Raiders de- uh, uh, go into this game you know favourites or or I'm not going out saying that they're winning this game. But I do believe the 13.5 is a a big start. So it's Raiders plus 13.5, Jack Whiten, Bradman
0: Best, and Nick Kotrick to score at $34. Very good, mate. Plenty of value there, too. That's huge. Uh, the other thing about it is, in these sort of one sided finals games in particular, there's massive value on sort of try scorers in particular on the outsiders. Matty Timico, Sam, he's also at $4.10. The amount of ball he gets, that bloke's a freak. That's got to be a bit of value there, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: and he's so he's so rapid on a quick deck. Um, mm-hmm. McDonald Jones Stadium is a fantastic football surface. It's fast. It'll be dry. Sunday, Arva, I presume it's meant to be good weather. Uh, I think it'll be a great game. I, I really do. And two sides who. Um, not a lot of people had the Raiders in the eight, I guess, at the start of the year. Very few people had the Knights in the eight at the start of the year. So, two sides, one of these sides is going to finish in the best six sides in the comp at worst. So, uh,
0: you know, I think both sides have got plenty to play for. Yeah. I'll be at that game. Bring on uh, the Hunter. There was a bit of good weather. Can't wait for it. Hughes, you're Steve Jackson. How are you the week? 10%.
3: I'm going to go to that Melbourne Brisbane game. I think that's potentially the game with uh, points. On, on offer, so I'm going for a few try scorers there with Jesse Arthurs to score for Brisbane uh, on that wing and then I'm going for Harry Grant to score through the middle. Um, I think there's, yeah, essentially just a, a bit of a play around, uh, I think, you know, a, a flowing game and, and some, some points on offer, so I've thrown that, that in with Melbourne um, to win just to get my juice because I've already backed that already, but that gets me at $19. Uh, so, yeah, not a, not as juicy as Sam's bet, but I'm there. And my, my Val bet was $4.46, which I re- realised I didn't mention.
0: Very nice, mate. Uh, I have gone with four tried and tested try scorers this week for my Hail Mary of the Week, one from each game. The dominant edges of all their sides. Will Warwick, Darlene Wittenys, Lesniak, Ronaldo, Mulitalo, and Kalen Ponga. That all up. is at $24.20. Dallin would tennise Lesnia. He's about $2.50 by himself. Granted, granted coming up against the Panthers in Penrith. Hard going, but that edge has been outstanding this year. So yeah, $24.20 for Warbrick, Dallin, Mulitalo, and Kalen Ponga. Guys, as you know. Paddy and George from Mortgage Choice SCW can help with a number of things from wedding financing to debt consolidation. But one of their biggest services is education, especially when it comes to first home buyers looking to get into the market. The boys have let me know that with the new financial coming into play, that the government has released a heap of new incentives to make it so much easier for first home buyers to actually buy into their first place. So if you want to find out about those incentives, get a bit more information, a bit of education on it. Usually it'd cost you $129 for a consult with Patty and George. But because you mentioned this podcast, you listen to this podcast, I should say, mention SC Playbook when you link up with them completely free of charge. If you're sitting there right now, thinking about getting into the market down the track, no idea what it entails, take the step, make it a reality, flick them a message on Instagram at pat and george underscore scw or just give them a buzz on O2. 9521 The emails and all that info is also in our articles at scplaybook.com.au. Sam, we'll get to your tips for the week, mate, and probably pretty short and sharp on this one because with only four games, you've probably touched on the majority of them already. Uh the Broncos and the Storm. You've mentioned you like the Storm in that one. The Panthers and the Warriors. You've gone the Warriors with the line there. You've got Penrith head to head though, I'd imagine. Yeah, I don't see them going there and winning, but I think that they've got the um
1: the systems and the pedigree and the and the will to win to be in that game longer than a lot
0: of people think. So,
1: yep, or is with the start.
0: What about this one, mate? It's, I, like, trying to predict this one, I have no idea. He usually had the Roosters as his lock of the week. I have no idea what's going to happen in the Sharks and Roosters. I can't wait for this game. It's going to be fun. The Roosters are very narrow favourites. Who do you like? Well, that's why I'm on here, Tim, because I do know. <laughs> what do you got? The
1: roosters. <laughs> um, oh, that'll come back to bite me. Yeah, okay. You've
3: just, you just mocked my lock of the week. Uh,
1: why do I do it? Uh, no, I, I, um, Jack Williams, good Kooma boy, absolutely killed it again last week. Um, I, I do have a soft spot for the Sharkies, but I just think that the roosters have been building so nicely. Uh, they've just got we were waiting for so long and waiting for so long for them to to see the real roosters. And they've just built to this position where I think that if there's any side outside the four, they probably pose the most threat. And I know that sounds silly for a side who's just scraped in, but I just think that they still probably pose the most threat, although I don't see anyone winning it outside the four for the record. But um, Mm. the Sharks have still just had their chinks. Uh, I think the roosters have ironed a lot of their chinks
0: out. I think the Sharks still have some chinks in their armour. So, I think that the Roosters are going to win. And the Raiders and the Knights, you, you mentioned you like the Raiders with that thirteen and a half and start. What about head to head? Toss of the coin. I, I can't can't
1: be uh, bullish about anything there, boys. But I do like the price about the Raiders, as I mentioned before. I just think that they're owners with, with where they're at. Backs to the wall. They play their best football backs to the wall. Ricky Stewart coaches his best with the back to the wall. It's a semi-final. The Raiders have been in this position before. Uh, they've gone down, beaten Melbourne in big games. Same time last year, though. No one expected them to win last year. Um, this year, I know the Raiders are missing a couple of players, but this year you're playing a side who doesn't have the long-term credentials as the Melbourne Storm,
0: and no one gives them a chance. So I don't I don't think that the Raiders are as silly as people are probably suggesting. I think, Sam, with that one, the Raiders will play pretty high-percentage football. They'll complete. They'll keep it pretty tight through the middle. They'll probably kick early. I think where this one might be one and done is is potentially complacency with the knights. They've got the strike power, they've got the points in them, but they're riding such a high coming into week one of finals. You know, with the amount of ball they they use and the way they attack, it can go wrong very quickly. So that that's how it might pan out for me. And I know Raiders
1: middle. I know the Raiders are missing a couple of middles as well. Uh, but the, the Knights middles, there's some. There's, there's still some inexperience there. Um, not saying they haven't been awesome, uh, but Phoenix Crossland, Leo Thompson, you know, they're, they're new to this semi-final caper surrounded by uh, Lachlan Fitzgibbon. I'm not sure if he would have played any finals, although I think he's an extremely good player. Mm. Um, they're, they're, it's not as though you're coming up against a pack that's been battled, like the Panthers, that's been battle-hardened over a few years. I think that the Raiders pack most certainly are going to try and match them and if not better their forwards. I think it was much similar to the Raiders-Brisbane not so long ago. You've got to nullify that man at the back. And if Caelan Ponger has a quiet game, then I think that the Knights probably have a quiet game. Much easier sitting here at our desk saying that you've got to
0: keep him quiet. But if it <laughs> happens, the Raiders give themselves a shot. Very good. Go the Raiders. Punter's head-to-head battle this week. Zacho Smith is on a tear, the big fella. Last week, he's got... Three on the trot last week in the in the Knights and Sharks clash, they didn't play each other. That's and you God. Sharks and Raiders. He had the Sharks giving away the nine and a half start. Jesse Ramian anytime try score at three dollars sixty. He got the win. This week, Sharks and Roosters game. He's gone the Roosters head to head. James Tedesco anytime try score at three dollars fifty. Coming up against Mitch Brown, who got on the show last week with a win again. He went the Sharks head-to-head, Ramian, anytime try-scorer, and under 44.5 total points. Uh, I did give Mitchie very late notice to get his playing this week, so I don't have his play just yet, but it'll be Mitchie versus Zach. Now it was two on the trot for a jersey. I don't know what four on the trot does, but might send him a case of beer, case of bloke beer, coming your way, Zucker. If you can oh, get four on the bad. trot, Denim,
1: can I please have a free case of beer to send to one of
0: my listeners? You know what? You know what, Zucco? We'll make and it ten. I'll... We'll make it ten cases, and we'll, we'll throw in a bloke hoodie as well. <laughs> bloke, bloke hoodie, bloke jersey, bloke, 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 bloke uh, I think smugglers. Yeah, no, that's good going. The best prize in podcasting. I will tell you what, it is getting budgie Some other weather. Yeah, it is. I don't care. Denim. Kepi, Kempi. Budgie smugglers. Thank you, brother. Um, all right, boys. Let's wrap that up for week one of the finals podcast. Sam, thank you, mate. Thank you, boys. Uh,
1: great weekend of footy ahead. As I said, it's some tough games. Uh, don't at me if I get it wrong. <laughs> but if
0: I get it right, go us. A bloke you do need to add if he gets it wrong, particularly on Instagram, particularly if the Broncos beat the Storm, is James Hughes. Jimmy, thank you, mate.
3: Yeah, at me. It'll be oh uh, <laughs> from 8, I reckon, against the Broncos. So... Uh... Pleasure always, but, boys, but as always we say against the Broncos,
0: slips not tips. <laughs> <Is that laughs> yeah, exactly, uh, Riley. Right, guys, thanks for tuning in, and good luck this weekend.
2: Market. Market.